Welcome to the Pal Around Podcast, the podcast where we pal around. It's all there in the title. My name is Julia, and I'm here with my best pal, Tina. Hey, Tina. Hey, Julia. Hey, everyone. Hope you guys had a nice October so far. I know. We're not far into it. I feel like we've been celebrating Halloween for a while, but that is fine with me. Yep. Um, I agree. It needs to last two full months with all the things that we want to do. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. We have some serious Halloween shenanigans planned. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) we really do um but for now i think today we're going to have a roundup of various disney topics because on the day that we record inevitably there is some big news item or items that come out that i'm just like oh hey why don't we talk about those things um I have a trip report that I want to get out to you guys. And then we have a couple of, um, so we have a couple of Walt Disney Family Museum talks that we are going to give you all the news about. First, why don't we get into this roundup? And the first thing I want to talk to you about is these Lightning Lane changes that they announced just today as we were recording this. Um, sometime in November, I don't think they said an exact date. And if they did, I didn't see an exact date. I just saw November. They are going to be adding, um, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. I had to slow myself down there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, to the general genie plus options for booking lightning lane. Once you download, um, once you purchase your Genie Plus for the day, they're also adding Little Mermaid, which I did not see coming. No, I didn't. I don't don't, think anybody did. I don't think there's necessarily a need for that. Yes, sometimes that line does get long, but it's not bad. In general, moves pretty quickly. Again, this is the wild card in the Genie yeah. Plus editions. So now they already added Web Slingers to Genie mm-hmm. Plus, right? So you don't have to mm-hmm. pay extra for that. Yep. So does that mean there's only one attraction, which is Rise in of the Resistance, each- that you have to pay a, a separate Lightning Lane fee for? In Disneyland, in California Ventures, you still have to pay for racers. Oh, racers. That's correct. Okay. So there's so one, there's in, each one in each park. Yes, yes. Yep. I always say, I always there- do single rider, so I never get yeah. the racers. Yeah. Are there any in Disney World? Yes. Is uh, Rise, do they have Rise over there? They have Rise. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which I didn't see on their announcement was changing Walt Disney World. I may have missed it because I was concentrating on the Disneyland. So that's mm-hmm. what Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Epcot is Remy and I believe Frozen, Frozen Attraction. Oh, and Magic Kingdom uh, is uh, Snow White. Or Okay. The mine train, and I can't remember another one. I'm trying to think of what if I would have bought one when I went, and it's been too long. I can't remember. So I know those ones for sure. But if they're changing as of with this announcement, I did not pay attention to it. So I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. We are focused on our beloved Disneyland anyway. (laughs) I was just curious (laughs) if you had heard. Um, But so I, I, I'm conflicted. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Talk about it. I 
don't see a need for it for Little Mermaid. So it'll be interesting to see what it does to the regular wait time for that. Right, because Little Mermaid, yes, it may get long, but if you seriously just wait an hour or even 30 minutes, that line Mm -hmm. goes down to something manageable, like 15 minutes, if not a Mm -hmm. walk-on, where Mm -hmm. I can see Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Mm -hmm. um, will not be that short. Yeah. So I understand that one. But yeah, the Little Mermaid one, but what else could they have done? Okay, so, so say they didn't do Little Mermaid in... California Adventure. Which one you would you have liked them to choose instead? I mean, I'm trying to think what, what is over there. It? Everything, because you. I mean, I mean Crazy River Rapids. Much foreign. everything else has it, right? I mean, even Monsters Inc. has it. <laughs> yeah, which has messed up that line. So I wonder how yeah. it's going to affect Little Mermaid. Uh, Little Mermaid. I mean, I suppose if it messes it up completely they could always take it away <laughs> I they haven't know. done Monsters Inc. yet though I mean I gotta tell you I typically I I booked a lightning lane for Monsters Inc. this last trip because my boyfriend I realized we both realized he had never actually been on that ride <gasps> so I figured Fail. just in, just in case they do get rid of that ride when they do a retheming of that whole area, I don't, I don't know. I know people have rumored about that, yes. but I, I don't know what's going on. Um, That'll probably get redone. That area back there will probably get redone before Tomorrowland and Disneyland. <laughs> At this point, I'm losing hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, but when I open up the Genie Plus app, am I, I scroll right past that one. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem because either it the time never works. I don't, and you're right; it has or messed up wanna, the line because I'm right. not gonna. I'm also not gonna wait 45 minutes to an hour for that ride. No, because it's not a ride I need to ride every time, mm-hmm. and I don't want to waste a, a a genie plus reservation on it. No, I have a. I'd rather do it for a bigger ride or. A, mm-hmm. Quite frankly, a funner ride. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm not yeah. criticizing what I no. do like it, but. Is it's not, it lightning not, lane worthy? Exactly. Nah, is it the one? Is it the one? Does it need a lightning lane, or should we just go back to no lightning lanes? No lightning lane. Just stand no. in line for it. No. It's, well, for Monsters Inc. Yeah, I think that should be taken off the system. Um, now, I do kind of think that Little Mermaid might be lightning lane worthy because mm-hmm. I put the Little Mermaid attraction higher than monsters inc so mm-hmm. i mean to mm. to be fair it was completely created by mm-hmm. the imagineers monsters inc was redone over whatever what was it superstar oh, limo superstar limo mm-hmm. they just rethemed like i mean i never went on superstar limo but i did mm-hmm. i have watched a, a ride through and some of the animatronics are just dressed up like um, monsters or the the patrol people. Yeah, I'm glad they changed it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think yay for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I'm surprised they mm-hmm, changed mm-hmm. that one over so fast. Because um, I was never going to buy an individual lightning lane for that one. So I always had to be pretty strategic when we were going to ride that one. And I'll talk about that during my trip report. Um, but yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what it does to the Little Mermaid line. 
Right. Um, and with that said, with them making changes to the system, what changes or additions would you like to see to Lightning Lane? Or to Genie Plus. That you can get, not not an attraction. I think all the attractions are well balanced that they have. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't think I have an issue with that. Um, It would not be to add the Lincoln attraction on there. I'm just saying. Um, But I'm being sarcastic. I'm sorry. I'm I'm being truthful, but that's totally sarcastic. But I I would like them to change the system where you could get another lightning name for attraction that you've already ridden. Thank That's you. what I would like to see. That's that was exactly what I was gonna say. Be- Maybe limit it to two. My, I mean, but more it than could one. Be possibly, like you know how they time it so you can't book another one until two what two hours, like. Yeah. Maybe time it. You can't well, do two hours the same. until you use it. So that's, yeah. it could be two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe um, they could change it so you can't book one for four hours or yeah, something. or like back like to make back. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make that time window longer. But yeah, yeah, I think that would be a great addition. Because you could you could do that quite easily with mm-hmm. the paper fast passes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I. I I wonder what the rationale behind that is. Right. I mean, is it a programming issue? Because the paper pass is fine. You just had a paper pass. But so now does it become a programming issue? And how did, why didn't you limit it in the program to begin with? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious how that came I, about and why that, that type of change. Yeah. We've paid to be in the park. We've paid for Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. If we want to use our Genie Plus to ride the same ride all day long why can't we like yeah. why not yeah you're they're still uh spacing it out so mm-hmm. that there's a, not a group of people you obviously yeah. um have a certain limit that you can use during mm-hmm. the hour of that mm-hmm. that lightning lane so i agree i just yeah i'm not i'm not i don't understand it i would like to be you know i'd like to know so i could understand it but yeah that's the change i would prefer me too um, you have some other some other news to talk about. So yeah, so there was other some other things that came out. So starting later this month, they said in October. So the Disneyland um ticket holders, you're going to be able to book your reservations a little bit further in advance. So Ooh. what is it right now? You're currently 120 days. Mm-hmm. You're now going to be able to push out 180 days in advance. Oh wow! So that's pretty good considering that, yeah. you know I mean we're both planners, so we'd like to plan. You're still at the six reservation limit Mm -hmm. um, especially from us coming from out of the area you know we would book multiple days for our trip so we may use a good portion of that as opposed to a local Mm -hmm. but uh, we would still have to you know make reservations for a further 180 days if we were going sooner which is probably like that but so yeah so no changes in the uh, that's going to be similar to disney world where disney world if you have a date specific uh tickets so like a vacation um that you're going on there on vacation you have tickets for the certain you know your your vacation period mm-hmm. you don't have to make reservations so we're not quite there yet mm-hmm. um i don't honestly maybe controversial i don't know if i want reservations to go away i'm afraid of the crowds if they do yeah i mean th- yeah so there's i do really like the no, there's really no way to limit it if they don't mm-hmm. have reservations. Right, except, except at the gates to limit capacity, which they have done before, yeah. what, be, prior to which reservations. Is not, which is not fun when no. 
because you get down there and you know you can't get in. So I'd rather know ahead of time Mm -hmm. that I can't get in. And I'm not a local dealing with that kind of aspect. So ours trips are planned. Mm -hmm. um, So that make make a difference. But I also understand that reservations do come up available for locals um, Mm -hmm. day of, day before Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem impossible to get in. Yeah. Um, But I um, haven't really heard anybody complaining about it recently i've heard a couple of people my blogs complain but it's like you know it's 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 doable we can still do we can still do this i think i think they i don't i don't know on a olden times when the park would reach capacity if we have gotten to that level yet Mm -hmm. Um, but it definitely feels more crowded around Mm -hmm. the parks these days um so I, I agree with you. I don't want it to get to the point that they have to actually turn people away at the turnstile. Right. Because there's just too many people in the parks. Right. So say like you and I, we drove down there for a three-day mm-hmm. week, three-day vacation, which is our mm-hmm. kind of average time we're down there. And all of a sudden, they just say in the afternoon of our second day, we can't get in. You know, that wouldn't... <sighs> That would be horrible. So, be I mean, I, that would, yeah, that would be a little frustrating. Um, so, but I don't know. I, I, I'm okay with the reservation system as mm-hmm. it is in place. I think yeah. they've been pretty lenient. I think they've expanded it. It seems like mm-hmm. they expanded it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's worked for us so far. It has. And you're right. M- maybe because we have to plan ours, mm-hmm. we know that that when those reservations open up, we're on top of it. So we haven't had any any problems booking reservations. Right, right. So the last thing they kind of announced, and this is a little vague, but um, I guess there's going to be a magic key extras that are going to be unlocked. And it just says coming soon. And according to Mice Chat, it says this new feature is being designed to make it easier to find all the perks. Which is um, nice. Yes, because there is a little section in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it does tell you about your special... Um, Photo pass. I, I found that section before Good. my last trip Good. and was all ready to go and realized, oh, these happen the day after I leave. <laughs> so I was, I did not read that part because it wasn't in bold or anything. Oh. I was just like, oh, those, those photo pass photos look fun. And nope, they were not going when I was there. So I, feel like I need these, you to do them. Because we've done this before, like almost with Rogers, the musical. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first sentence say, Julia and Tina, this does not start until the day after you get here. So don't read any further. Yeah. Just right off the bat. Just please. Yeah. I know. I, know. <laughs> I read so many emails all day long that sometimes I just skim the Disney stuff and I sh- don't skim it. <laughs> You hit the high points. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that looks fun. Let me just book a reservation. Oh, this is not until after I leave. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's about all the announcements. Or the major announcements. Yeah. Well, those were some great announcements. Thank you, Tina. Well, I am going to hit the high points of my last trip to Disneyland. Um, we went for Halloween time. We did not do an Oogie Boogie Bash. And I'm glad I did not put the stress mm-hmm. on myself to try and get tickets for that because it sounded pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad I did not have that on my shoulders this year. Um, I think those parties are fun, but it's not really something that i need to do every year yeah yeah yeah. 
enough about Oogie Boogie Bash. I <laughs> don't have anything to report about that. Um, but I do want to talk about a few things. Um, Tina, I don't know if you know this, but it's still hot in Disneyland. Yeah, it's funny. It's I watch a couple vlogs and one day they're like, oh, look, at them all in a sweatshirt. This is yeah. great. And like the next one I see of them, they're like, it's hot again. I'm yeah. burning up. I'm like, well, yeah. Mother Nature hasn't decided yet. That it is fall going into yeah. winter. But yeah. okay, whatever. I'll so, it'll Someday I'll stop wearing short sleeves and be able to <laughs> layer. Um, but yeah. Um, I do want to talk about... So my Lightning Lane experience yes. with Monsters After Dark, which is the I, the Halloween-ish version of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Um, so I wasn't totally sure. I had never, I don't think I had gotten a Fast Pass for it before, or at least they didn't do it this way last year, as far as I can remember. She's thinking. She's I know, thinking. I'm thinking. I'm like, did we have did we have a proper Halloween trip last year, or was it just mixed in amongst the expo? I, I think feel it was like just it was mixed just in amongst the expo. the expo. Yeah, because we we kind of hit it at the same time. So I don't think yeah. I made a special trip after that. No, and we we didn't really focus much on the Halloween stuff. So I can't speak to last year. Excuse me, um, but this year I was curious to see because I know they close it for like an hour or so to switch over to the um the overlay um and monsters after dark you there's only one ride experience so it's just just one song and they also what's they don't have the rocket animatronic in the pre-show um he just comes up on the screen the monsters after dark starts at four mm -hmm. right yes. so it start it, it'll officially... I think it, it starts at three and oh, then three. goes okay. to park close. Um, so I think they close it at two. So you ride regular early. Guardians of the Galaxy um, mission breakout from open till about two. And then uh, the Monsters After Dark overlay goes from three to whenever the park closes that night. Okay. And they close early on Oogie Boogie Bash days. Right, right. So the Saturday that we were there... I knew I wanted to do it because we were leaving for the airport sometime in the early evening the next day. So I need to make sure we did Monsters After Dark and then Halloween Screams on that Saturday that we were there. Um, and so I was I was stalking the app, the Genie, Genie Plus, and just waiting for it to open because it's in there. It's listed as an attraction, but it's grayed out until it's available. And I think at about noon it opened up and i got a fast pass for three o'clock a lightning lane <laughs> i'm never fast pass is never going to leave my vocabulary i don't think no i'm sorry it's not <laughs> i got a lightning lane for three o'clock right when it opened i was happy about that but my question is because they have and i didn't test it but i'm wondering if because they have it separated as two separate attractions so they have regular guardians of the galaxy mission breakout and then they have um, Monsters After Dark. And whichever one is not available is grayed out and you can't click on it. But I'm wondering, like, is that a way to get around only being able to reserve a lightning lane for more than once a day? Like, can you have the Guardians, Guardians mm -hmm. in the morning and then Monsters After Dark at night? I'm going to say yes, just because they're two separate mm -hmm. entries. I mean, otherwise, 
it would be on the same entry. Like you would have, yeah. I'm looking at the app right now. So you have Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy Mission Breakout, and you have the Standby Line, the Lightning Lane Disney uh, Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. And then you have another section that talks about Monsters After Dark. I would think mm-hmm. if it would be the same one, they would make a little indication under Mission Breakout mm-hmm. about Mon- Monsters After Dark. And they right. don't. It's good right. that like, it has its own standby line. It mm-hmm. has its own lightning lane. I'm going to say, yes, it is two separate. Oh, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Best of both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great ride. It's a great ride. Um, so we got to check that off the list. Um, and I, I do, I do like that one, but it is more intense mm-hmm. than the regular. <laughs> Like, it's still fun. It still makes you laugh, but it's like a real heavy metal song. And I don't remember the name of the song. Monsters After Dark. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Perfect. Um, But it's real heavy metal. So you feel it like in your chest and just everywhere. And there's there's a couple jump scares, um, but it's fun. Um, And you've, you've been on the overlay, right? Yes. Love it. Yeah. It's fun. Oh, I tried Tiana's Palace. I was going to say, what food did you try? We, I had the, let me open the menu because I don't remember what it was called. I had the gumbo. I'm a little um, but upset not with the their vegetarian beignet. gumbo. Their beignet was awful. <laughs> it has lemon it. in it. There's lemon it, in it. And it's not even a beignet. Like it's not, there's no powdered sugar. It doesn't oh, feel really? like a donut at all it just and the icing the filling was so sickly sweet i was like this is not because yeah. it's a what do they call it icebox lemon is that the one that's yeah. icebox lemon okay. yeah i don't know what the difference between lemon and icebox lemon is because i don't like lemon so it wouldn't bother fancy. it wouldn't matter to me but so i had the house gumbo which has braised chicken and dewy sausage and heirloom rice and then I also got a side of cornbread, and I really liked it. I, I will say I didn't really like the sausage, but that's pretty typical for me. But I thought the chicken was really good okay. in it. Was it spicy? Because I know some of these no. are a little bit spicier. Good. Okay. I did not find it to be be spicy. Oh, wait. I didn't have the gumbo. I had the seven greens gumbo with chicken and andouille sausage, and that one was not spicy. So possible that the house gumbo is but i had the seven greens gumbo um but i felt like it was not heavy it didn't make me feel like oh i've been greased out by Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it 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 did it just it felt just right um i looked i did mobile order it earlier in the day because i know it's been pretty popular and i didn't want to have to wait very long in a line and then try and find a seat so so we mobile ordered um i was a little sad to see i they did not have mint julep on the menu really and you could get mint juleps at um the french market right yeah they used to have right next to the mint julep bar and they used to have mint juleps there and you're right i'm looking at the drinks oh no that's well, that's disappointing. Yeah. I mean, you can mobile order at the um, mint julep bar, but... It's... But why would you go to two different places? Oh, no, I did yeah. not even realize that. I am interested in 
trying the muffaletta sandwich. And I almost wish they would sell the rice and beans, um, red rice and beans separately, because I love red yeah. rice and beans. I, would, I wish too. it was a separate dish, but that's the one. If I was to go, I would get the muffaletta sandwich. Nice. And my, my dad tried the beef po' boy sandwich and he oh, enjoyed it. Good. Because they had a po- the po' boy there before. Mm-hmm. And that was my always my choice. And I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. No, wait. They didn't have a po' boy. It was like a French dip. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I got. Okay. Yeah. And my mom had the seven greens gumbo and she mm-hmm. didn't like the okra. So that kind of yeah. ruined it. But she also did not complain that it was too spicy. She okay. just didn't like the texture of the okra. But the buttermilk cornbread was was yummy and okay. tasted really good with the gumbo. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend that place. I know next time when we go in November, my boyfriend and I are planning on having it again. So Nice. Yeah. I had to act, uh, when you mobile order, the mobile order window is not inside or even anywhere near the inside of the restaurant. So I had to actually <clears throat> walk in there to see if I could see what what it looked like and it's it's very cute yeah i saw like the coat hanging up in the jacket Mm -hmm. of the dad and pictures Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so really cute and tiana walked through and said hello to us it's not like a character (laughs) dining or anything she she just walks around and says hi to people and she's in her adventurer adventurer outfit right not a gown not the ball gowns yeah 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 um so she she's always she's one of my favorite face characters yeah the, the people that have played her, they're just just beautiful. They they're are so the most nice. beautiful. Yes. Oh, gosh. And yes. green's my favorite color. So there you go. <laughs> I I love Tiana. Um, yeah. So I was nice. happy to see. I was happy to see this change. Um, and they still have the stage in there. Nobody was playing on it when we right. um, sat down for lunch. But you could still get live entertainment in there, which is always, always a mm-hmm. treat. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And then also I'll talk a little bit about San Francisco. Um, it didn't work out on this trip for us for us to spend a whole bunch of time in there. Um, and I'll I'll explain why we didn't end up eating there later. But um, I did walk past the Baymax meet and greet. Um, that line was just a little bit longer than we could handle at the time we were walking past. But okay. he's so cute. <laughs> he's so squishy. He's just the stinking cutest. So where is he? Is he like? I'm asking you, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to say something. Is it like left to um, Rancho Cucamonga, whatever? Yes. <laughs> it's called, so right. Okay. Do you where the remember beer used to where be? the be- yeah exactly where okay. the, the that little beer truck used to be? Okay. Um. Yeah, he's right there. So when you're walking in through Cars Land, he's like right there to the left. Immediately to your left. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. And they okay. they have a sizable. It's a pretty sizable spot for that meet and greet, and the queue is pretty big and winds quite a bit. Nice. Um, so yeah, that would not be a fun line to stand in, in the heat of the day though. Cause there yeah. is no shade. <laughs> there yeah. is no shade. Um, but I, I'm, I'm excited to try the food there. Um, maybe, I don't know what your plans are when you go down in a couple weeks, but um, you'll have to let us know if you try anything. Yeah. I got to figure out my, my food choices here. Cause there's, so much as you so want to try <laughs> in a very little time that I'm going to be there. So, yeah. Yep. Have to give it some um, thought. Yep. Um, What else can we talk about? Oh, I ended up 
I ended up being able to collect exactly one of the four magic key <laughs> holder lenticular uh, haunted mansion cards, and I'm I'm glad I noticed it because um, it wasn't obvious um, when we walked in on the first day. Um, they had the magic key sign outside of the Disney gallery, but then I walked in and there were no cast members anywhere. So I was like, hmm, I wonder what that's about. Um, and I ended up going walking past it again on Sunday and went back in and um, they had a cast member standing there with a big old stack of the cards um, for that week, which I believe was is Exitensio. Oh, Exitensio. Right. I thought I had it right in front of me. But don't. So is it in the bank room with the vault or is it more into the art section? In, it's in the store part. Um, like and she part? was just standing there with a table and just passing them out. She wasn't, she barely even looked at my magic key. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't scan anything. So I don't know if that was because they were kind of outside the window that they said they were going to be passing them out. And maybe they just wanted to get rid of them. Gotcha. Um, so I'm I'm not sure about that. Um, but normally when we've done like those magic key like pass outs, they've scanned you. Right? Right, right. Um, they did not for that. Um, and I was okay. able to get my whole group to get their cards. So I was able to share with you and Jeff. Thanks. Thank you very much. It'd be my one and only as well. <laughs> I well, okay. My one and only. I did some eBaying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so now I will have all four. But yeah, that would have been my only one as well. And I wasn't expecting it because I thought they were only passing them out Monday through Thursday. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious if they just had a plethora I mean, yeah. of I mean, cards. Why, why, why not keep passing it out if? If they didn't pass them all out. So these last few trips, ever since Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opened, that has kind of been how we start our day in the park. But during the holidays, I like to make sure that we ride Haunted Mansion holidays. So we mm -hmm. started on that side of the park. And I don't know, east from west, north from south. So don't ask me what Left. side of the park that is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So instead of going to all the way back to Toontown, we went to Haunted Mansion Holiday and rode that. Nice. Um, and I'm glad we did because <sighs> Tina, at one point, the line for the lightning lane was a half hour long. What? It was stretching. It, it was almost all the way into Critter Country. Oh, my gosh. It was bonkers. And the standby queue was over an hour and a half for sure. I don't remember exactly. But I was like, it is getting so hard to ride, to ride Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Which is not great news. Yeah. Currently, it is 90 minutes long. Yeah. And that's about the shortest it is <laughs> while mm -hmm. it is available. Um, so, yeah. Did you see mm -hmm. the lighting of the Haunted Mansion while you're there? Not this year, but I have seen it in the past, and it's it's fun. Yeah. I enjoy that. It's a cute little mm -hmm. secret mm -hmm. that they do. Yep. Absolutely. It's getting more popular because I think the last time we've seen it, there was quite a few people lined up there. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. The, um, the, the news is out about that, and people... 
line up and wait for the lighting of Cars Land too. Yeah, like a lot more than used to. Um, so yeah. Oh, those did are, you see the spooky one? Things. Did you see the Halloween? We did not. I have. Okay. I've seen it in um the lighting of Cars Land during Halloween. They play a different song. Yeah, I have seen that in the past. Um, I put a spell on you. I think it is. Yes. Yep. But have you seen pictures? You've seen pictures of the new gingerbread house, right? Yes. And I think, didn't we go around and give our predictions for what the gingerbread house theme would be this year? Did we talk Did yes, we talk about this at all? We did. And um, we did None of us not right. come close to guessing that. Because <laughs> I don't even I do still like know who it, this character though. is. I know. He's so, so spooky and happy, yeah. though. I like it. Fun, don't get me wrong. Ginger. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Um, I don't know what he has to do with either Haunted Mansion or Nightmare Before Christmas, but hey. I like him. We need to hear more about him because mm-hmm. I can't be the only one or you can't be the only one who's wondering um, who's Von Ginger. So yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put out a little bit more of that, more of a story on it. Um, so so I I thought the, the gingerbread house was very cute um, and it's getting more and more difficult to ride that ride <laughs> and not wait. Yeah, that's definitely going to be my priority. So since uh, Runaway Railway was not mm-hmm. your first thing that you went to mm-hmm. you went to a haunted mansion holiday were you mm-hmm. able to ride runaway railway i was okay and i will get to that in a moment okay um it is tied to our halloween screams ah. um viewing which was so fun i'm glad this is not just exclusive to a halloween party anymore um because it's fun i i like the music i like the starting point with the haunted mansion I love Jack Skellington and yeah, it's, it's a fun Halloween. It's a fun fireworks show. It's my favorite fireworks show. I was a little perplexed, not perplexed, but mm, confused on how I felt when they changed over or when they returned the parties, Halloween parties over to California adventure, Mm -hmm. because I did like the parties with that exclusive to the Halloween parade, excuse me, fireworks. And I did like the trick or treating in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. However, I think California Adventure does a great job for the Halloween um, season and Villains Grove. Yes, Villains Grove is so fun. So I'm I'm not mad at it anymore. Yeah. Um. But so we watched Halloween Screams, which was great. Um. I didn't try and get a prime spot or anything. I couldn't couldn't see the inflatable Jack head or anything. Um. Were you on uh, Main the- Street? We were on Main Street, but kind of we were back by the cinema, so we were pretty far back. Um, But the projections just feel like you're not missing anything. Yeah. So, is it the same projections on the side as it on the castle? As Mm -hmm. it on it's a small Mm -hmm. world. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they even I I still couldn't see it very well because it was behind the tree, but um, they project Jack's face and the villains when they're talking on on the buildings as well. and don't they do it over in Rivers of America now? Mm-hmm. The projection part? Okay. Yep. And the and the music. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Smart. Spread people out. Um, I like it. Yeah. So there's different different ways you can experience it. If there are specific like flyovers that you want to see, mm-hmm. um, you can really only see them from Main Street. Right. So keep that in mind. Um, but it's a fun show. Um, and then so I knew that they closed uh Toontown. During the fireworks, but they and they used to just have it closed for the rest of the day, but now they open it back up. Oh, um, so we 
after the fireworks, went back to Toontown and ended up right in the back of the line. So this was interesting. We ended up in the back of the first part of the line to get into Toontown. Um, so they queued us up uh, up where the Fantasyland Theater queue is, like kind of the walkway up into mm, the yes, theater. Yes, okay. So they had us, we had to go, we went up to the train station and then looped back around and got in the back of that line. And then when they were ready to open Toontown, they moved a rope and let us walk through. But they had blocked off the walkway um, from Fantasyland down into Toontown until we had all gone through and were into Toontown. Um, so it wasn't just a free-for-all for the most right. part. Um, but everybody that was doing that also was going <laughs> to Mickey mm-hmm. and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um <laughs> Because we had tried to get on it earlier in the day, and it broke down pretty much right as we were walking up to it, oh. <laughs> with no real, no real time when they thought it would reopen. So we went and did something else. Um, so we rope dropped Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway after the uh, the fireworks, and I would say we waited. I think they said that the when we were. Finally making it into the building, I think they were saying that it might be about a 40-minute wait. It was not. It was maybe 15. It really didn't take that long. Oh, nice. So if you don't make it there in the morning, just if you're you're staying later, maybe try doing it after the fireworks or I guess starting in November, just get a lightning lane. Um, But the only thing I don't like about the lightning lane is you don't see any of the queue. Yeah, you miss a lot of the good yeah. nuggets that they have in there. Yeah. So that's a little sad. Uh, the other, there's one couple of other things I want to talk about. Um, we had a interesting experience with the pal around, um, the Pixar pal around. <laughs> I almost <laughs> killed my parents. I'm so sorry, mom and dad. Um, oh, dear Lord, Tina. <laughs> If you're not prepared for this ride. No. And I didn't, I personally didn't pregame well for it. You Um, know what to expect. Yeah. And unfortunately, my boyfriend, it's his favorite attraction. So he wants to do it every time now. So now I will know (laughs) better for next time. But he and I had just done Guardians back to back because my parents decided they didn't want to go on it because neither of them were feeling that great. And they, didn't want to risk the up and down, which fine. So we used their lightning lanes right after um, using the ones we had for us. And then pretty immediately we went on, um, well, my mom, my boyfriend and I went on um, Incredicoaster. (laughs) I'm sorry. And I had eaten um, Honey Nut Cheerios and Frosted Flakes for breakfast. So, <laughs> how early in the day was this? It was before lunch. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm we sorry. get on it, and he insists on the swinging gondola, and I was sure, well, of course, both of my parents had been on it. Otherwise, I would not have asked them if they wanted to do it. You um, could have done the stationary ones while you guys did the swing. Yeah, ones. and I think the last, and I'm pretty sure the last time we went on it, you were with us, and it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> this one was bad? This one was so bad. <laughs> Tina, I had my eyes closed, and I was leaning as low and hard against my boyfriend as I possibly could, because I was like, 
I might need one of those those sick bags. Did they have them? <laughs> they did. Because sometimes yes. they don't always have them. Yeah. Yep, they had them. They had them that time. And then all of a sudden, I hear my mom <laughs> wrestling around in her bag. She's trying to get her tums out mid ride. Oh. She could not get the tums out of the container, and she's she asked my dad. She's like, "I need help." And he, poor guy, he is holding on for dear life. He was white as a sheet. And he just told her, I can't let go right now. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I oh my God. was just like, holy cow. So we finally get off and my mom. I was like, okay, we had a mobile order for Smoke Jumpers Grill for lunch because it was the only thing that we were all agreeing on. Um, so we had like 15 minutes to get over there. She's like, I can't make it. <laughs> she she had to sit down. So I had her sit down right behind um, Jumpin' Jellyfish. And I went and got my parents um, Mickey Mouse pretzels because that's what they wanted. Oh, they were going to have those and then share a salad at Smoke Jumpers Grill. Um, so I left them there and went and got their pretzels, which I ended up getting one for free, oh. um, because I ordered two and then she only rung up one and handed me one. I was like, oh, I needed two. And she just grabbed one. She's like, don't worry about it. I was like, great. Oh, thank nice. you. Disney magic. Disney magic. But I felt so bad. I was like, my parents are never going to want to come to Disneyland with me again. <laughs> They're like, never They're again. Like, it's a hard pass. Yep. They're like, never again. Are we doing the swinging gondolas? <laughs> And my dad was like, if I had known there was there were sick bags in there, I may have used one. No. But he was just focusing so hard. I have never no. seen him with no color in his face like that. I was like, holy crud. <laughs> Not good. And then we ended up, we lucked out and got a table inside at Smoke Jumpers Grill. And it is nice and air conditioned in there. Mm -hmm. um, so we ended up taking about a two hour break in there. Nice. And hopefully really? they felt better eventually. Yes, they did. Good. They got Good. some food in them, got some cooled down a little bit, but they both have said they're never going on the swinging gondolas again, <laughs> <laughs> which I cannot blame them. Lines have been drawn. Yes. But uh, honestly, the last time we went on, it was not that bad. I don't know. I don't know what the difference was. Huh. I don't feel like we swung around that hard. Yeah. But yeah. So that was interesting. Um, word to the wise yeah um and then pretty much the last thing we were focused on doing was watching the coco show mm -hmm. um which is right over by goofy sky school and plaza de la familia and we did not have the best experience the show itself is great so cute the performers are adorable um you i, I don't know how you can't enjoy the music of coco right and that puppet is really cool but the area that they do it is so small. And for whatever reason, when we were getting off um, Pixar Pal Around before we went to lunch, a Coco show was about to happen. And they closed off the walkway, which is kind of why we ended up back behind Jumpin' Jellyfish. They closed off the walkway in both directions and diverted people back behind Jumpin' Jellyfish. They did not do that for the later show. Hmm. And we had been waiting for a while. So we were just kind of like leaning against the rocks by jumping jellyfish or like sitting on the ground. And as more and more people were filling in, there were still strollers, scooters with not enough room trying to get through. Um, my mom almost got run over 
um, my boyfriend almost got run over and it was just like, wh- they never closed the walkway. And that's a small walkway back there. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's obviously as big as the main walkway. So yeah. And, and hmm. most of it, most of that walkway is now taken up by the performing area. So we were just like, if it hadn't been for that, we, we would have had a great time. But right. my mom and my boyfriend walked off. They were like, we need deeper shade and less people. <laughs> um, so my dad and I watched the show. But I was just, I was disappointed. I was like, why would they close it off for some of the shows and not all of them? Right. Yeah, so, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. So, I, like, they could have a state. Like, they have stages down in the world of color viewing area during festival of holidays why not just have have that there too yeah i think that would be a smart place i think we talked about this a little bit and then you can have rows upon rows of people yeah and you're you're not you're not in a walkway (laughs) right so they can easily walk over there from the gate that they enter in to the mm-hmm. park from so mm-hmm. no i i think that would be a great spot and it's because because it's becoming more popular mm-hmm. it's a great show it's more popular and that has definitely has a room for it yep so make it easier on people so that that was my only gripe i probably griped more but that that's my that's my last gripe of my 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 <laughs> trip report you had more fun than gripes, so i'm sure yes we had yep. we had fun Nice. Um, I, I'm hoping it is not that hot when you go. Mm, I'm hoping it is not that hot when I go <laughs> in November. Because <laughs> I want it to be cold be. for holiday time. It has to be. you got to be in your nice, warm, fuzzy sweater and, exactly. you know, cute little hat. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's November. Get it, get it together, California <laughs> weather. Can you put in a reservation for cold weather as well as a park reservation? That would be. Asking for a friend. That's a great idea. I like that idea. (laughs) Work on it. I think we can move on to the fun times we've been having at the Walt Disney Family Museum, which is just, it's just the place to be these days. And they've announced even more events coming up um, with tickets going on sale. I think today, the day that the show um, comes out, I think tickets for the general public are out for um, 30th celebration of Nightmare Before Christmas, which has quite the lineup, including Mm. um, Henry Selznick. Is that his name? The director? Sure. Yep. Henry Selick, the director, assistant producer, coordinator, Kat Alyoshin. Um, and animator Anthony Scott, and it's moderated by set and model, model builder Todd Lookinland. Um, that's going to be on Sunday, October 29th at 1 p.m. in their theater. It's $25 for members, um, $40 for non-member adults. I'm excited. Yeah, that's a great lineup. And especially when to talk about behind the scenes on stop motion animation, mm-hmm. there it is right there. And yeah. you know, I also wanted to mention this in a couple of other um, reviews that we've had is that these talks are not that expensive considering mm-hmm. and your autographs are free. Yep. You can't beat that, especially when you go to a convention and some of these autographs are just as much as the presentation that we're going mm-hmm. to at the Walt Disney Family Museum. And sometimes you get more, two yeah. things signed. Um, yep. Sometimes they're limiting a little bit more than that. But at this point, a couple, the last couple of we've gone to have been two free mm-hmm. autographs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people have brought some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's first 
talk about um, two recent ones. We went to uh, hear Andreas Deja talk about, it was kind of a Disney 100 um, event, and it was also a members-only event. Um, um, and Tina, I'm hoping you have some some notes. I have Because <laughs> I didn't take any. <laughs> I am horrible at taking notes at these events, so um, we'll try to use my brain. And my this was um a f- couple weeks old, so mm-hmm. bear with me here for it. So the talk was on September sixteenth, and like um Julie said, it's a members only. It was a one hundred. It was called one hundred years of Disney animation with Disney legend Andre Deja, and we have heard him talk mm-hmm. quite a few times. Such a joy to listen to because he's really a truly a fan mm-hmm. of Disney animation animation itself and just to hear his respect for it mm-hmm. and let alone the people that he's got to work with like some of the nine old men yep. um in, in the films that he's been able to work on it, it's pretty impressive so he's he's always a joy very nice guy uh, we took pictures with him we got autographs I and everything like this was the first time that we've heard him talk that he's really kind of more focused on his career because normally mm-hmm. he comes and he's mm-hmm. talking about like you like you said one of the nine old men or some aspect of Disney history but this time he actually more talked about his career and the things that he had done which his career it's, is incredible his resume my goodness yeah I, I don't know how he could not get a job doing anything anywhere because it's yeah. like okay sure no problem <laughs> yeah so he was there. He did talk about the book a little bit or referred to the book a little bit, um, Drawing 100 Years of Disney Wonder, which was just actually just released on September 5th. Um, so it was written by Jim Fanning and it includes some of the behind the scenes details from Andre, mm-hmm. Andre Deja. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's pretty uh, interesting. So sprinkled throughout the book as little behind the scenes from him. I th- yeah, um, I think they're called like notes from Andreas or something. So he something was like he that. was very clear. He was like, I did not write this book. I just right? kind of. Added, added to notes it. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, he's been an um, animator with the Disney Studios since 1980. Um, he mentioned, and I know he's mentioned this in several other uh, talks too, but he first fell in love with animation with the Jungle Book in 1967. In fact, he was a huge um, reason, I think, why we had the Jungle Book uh, exhibit at the Walt mm-hmm. Disney Family Museum, as well as he actually put out a book about it too that was sold mm-hmm. at the Walt Disney Family Museum. So, um, so when he was a young boy, and I know he's again shared the story, he actually wrote to the Disney Studios about how can he become an animator. They actually wrote back, and his their advice was that um, to keep studying drawing and had good draftsmanship. So he did go to art school. He studied different types of art. Kept honing in his skills and everything, and uh, which eventually led him to art school and where he wrote to Disney legend Eric Larson, um, who actually encouraged him to apply at the Disney Studios, which he did, and he got a job there. So um, how lucky can that be, especially when you're talking to Eric Larson? Um, that would be pretty assignment, pretty, pretty cool. So, um, so, so he talked about his early assignments. Um, I know he's worked on a lot, but some of them were the Black Cauldron, which my um, Disney Magic Kingdom fans that have the app were getting ready to have a met a met a Black Cauldron event. I'm very oh, excited wow. about it. Yeah, so totally random, but anyway, so I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, he's also worked on um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and what I thought was funny is that he shared a story that we heard from Charles Fleischer, 
Mm-hmm. So it's like confirming the story I thought was kind of cool. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, so I've heard it from two people now. This must be true. But he also reiterated how Charles Fleischer would walk around the studios in a Roger Rabbit costume. And that's exactly what um, Fleischer was also sharing with us. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so his works included um, Gaston in Beauty and the Beast, a lot of villains, Scar from The Lion King and Jafar from Aladdin. But he really wanted to start working on non-villain characters. So it took him a little bit to branch out. Um, but he did actually get some work um, or an opportunity to do a non-Disney villain when he worked on Hercules, mm-hmm. uh, which was released in 1997. And then he went from there, not from there, but then he also worked from Lilo, from Lilo and Stitch, our, our cutest little brat. Mm-hmm. Um as I like to call her, and then Mama Odie from Princess and the Frog. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so I'm great done again. A lot. He has done a lot. His fingerprints are all over some mm-hmm. great movies we've had. Um, I know he shared a story and helped me with the details, but I think he was saying that with Mama Odie, he mm-hmm. wanted to draw someone who was younger and more vibrant kind of thing. But when he uh, brought it back for review, they were like, no, we need someone who has um not so young and vibrant so he actually made her a look a little older more wiser mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so like she's been around and she she knew all the stories she knew how to handle the bayou so i thought that yep. was kind of interesting how that character evolved from one mm-hmm. age group to another so yeah yeah but that's really all i remember that was that was great. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna also share. I do have notes, but um, we don't need to go through the five pages that I wrote. Um, <laughs> but we just on September 30th went and saw the mentors of Disneyland with executive creative director of Walt Disney Imagineering Kim Irvine, who we have seen speak there before. I mm-hmm. believe. I believe we have too. Um. And she she is just a delight. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been with the company for fifty three years. Now now she's a creative director, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but she started in I believe it was nineteen seventy is when she started. Um, her mom asked her to come and help at the model shop because uh, Wed was trying desperately to finish work on uh, Walt Disney World to get them ready. So. Well, she thought she wanted to go to art school after graduating from college, uh, from high school. Disney had different plans for her. So she came <laughs> and helped in the model shop uh, for the summer and just ended up staying. Um, and basically her uh, presentation, um, she chose specific mentors that helped her in her career as well as her life um, to kind of give you an introduction to them and also kind of what she learned from them um, along the way. Um, so I'm, I'll go through a couple. She talked a lot about John Hench, um, who had the most influence on Walt Disney architecturally. Um, and he always was trying to make sure that people felt the space that they were in and to think about if there was anything in the park that could be improved on. Um, they would regularly take walks throughout Disneyland. He, her acute story (laughs) that she had about him was that he liked to end every day riding Space Mountain twice and then getting (laughs) ice cream on Main Street, which quite honestly, is there a better way to end? I can't blame a guy for that. Yeah. 
She also talked about Rolly Crump, um, who she said was the most bohemian of the bohemians. (laughs) And he just kind of had a different take on art directing than the others that were there at the time. But he taught her how to think outside of the box and to have fun. She also talked about Bill Morgan Evans, which like I, I feel is not a name that is brought up very often. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's basically the grandfather of Disneyland landscaping. And he was so passionate about the plants, he could even would even be seen hugging the trees around the park. <laughs> um, but she uh, gained her passion for gardening and hort- horticulture from him. She talked a lot about Tony Baxter as well, who was kind of more of her contemporary. Um, they worked in, they started in the model shop six months apart. I don't think she said who started first, but but they, they started at the same time, pretty much. And she learned from him to uh, keep pushing a little bit further that, so you think you've got a full, fully formed idea, what else can you add to it? Like what? What other details can you add? How how can you how can you make it a little bit better? And she also talked about she and Tony actually hand painted all of the pumpkin lights on the Halloween tree, at <laughs> least that first year, and then invited Ray Bradbury to see to see the first lighting, um, which is pretty cool. Um, she talked about her mom a little bit uh, and how the the life mask process. <laughs> Um, was an interesting experience for her mom. She said that the solution was too runny and it went down into her bra and it just, it just sounded not, not like a fun experience. Um, so when they approached her to, um, to be Madame Leota for Haunted Mansion Holiday, she was kind of resistant. Um, but then they, they, they realized that they wouldn't have to put her through all of that because her face projected pretty well onto onto her mom's face, which is the one that they use in the ball for Madame Leota. So all she really had to do was was film um film the incantations um and whatever whatever she's saying for the Haunted Mansion holiday. And it's not her voice, so it's it's just her face that they use, um, which is the same for her mom. Um, she talked a little bit about being in Muppets Haunted Mansion and she said it was a really great experience, but, um, those Muppets never go out of character. So as long (laughs) as they're on stage, they're in character. And she said, Miss Piggy was, was fun to work with, which I can only imagine. (laughs) And then she talked about Marty Sklar, um, who, who seemed to be like a confidant, a mentor. Um, he would listen to her and what was troubling her in her job and try and help her find ways for um, working through any problems. And he really helped uh, he really helped her figure out how to work with other departments and how to always get to a yes um, among departments, which I think we all can agree is not always the easiest. Part of our job when we have to get multiple departments to agree about anything. She also talked a lot about 21 Royal and the Dream Suite and how she and Tony, I think they came up with the idea of having that the Disney gallery up above Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, So they were a little sad to see that go away when they decided to build the Disney Dream Suite in 2007. Um, but she was very excited for that project because they had all of Dorothea Redmond's designs for what Walt wanted as an apartment up there. Cause it was always supposed to be 
an apartment for Walt that was going to be bigger than the one he had on Main Street. So they they got, I think the only specific change she mentioned was that they had to turn Walt's office into a bathroom because now it was specifically for having um, people sleep there. And unfortunately, Walt Disney doesn't need an office in there. So they had to turn it into an extra bathroom. And she also she talked about the Adventureland Treehouse, which is opening soon. Hopefully, Tina will get to see it when she goes for her solo trip. Um, so I, I can't, my I can't, crossed. yeah, can't wait to see that. It was great to hear Kim Irvine talk, as you mentioned. Yep. Um, we were able to get two things signed, and Tina had a stroke of brilliance to bring the 50th anniversary Disneyland collector plates <laughs> to get her signed. Because <laughs> I did not realize that she designed all of those. It was kind of cool. Yeah. And so she was we, even impressed that we uh, that we had her plates. Yeah. No, I didn't see anybody else with them. So, Tina, Tina, you had a great idea. I thank you. And as it you happens. were talking about autographs and then Andreas Deja, um, I thought, you know what we should have brought for him to sign? Oh, no. What? Do you remember at the expo when we got... Mowgli and the the little girl to sign the um exhibition poster and we had oh, missed Andreas Deja the yes. day before we should have brought that oh my god Julia <laughs> so here's hoping Andreas well, comes back look I had my Lion King in wait or my yeah. scar from Lion King that I got while decent family that was waiting for like four years yep. now we'll just have to wait another four years for we him to sign that po- poster yep yep he's just got to come back We've, we've been having some fun at the museum, at the parks. There's more fun coming up from the parks. Um, but I think for now, we can call this pal around closed. <laughs> can I add one thing? I forgot yeah. there was one other announcement that I wanted to talk about. So season two of Behind the Attractions on Disney Plus is starting November 1st. And this was one of my favorite documentary type things that they had on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Kind of when it first started. I feel like one of the few things they haven't ripped off the platform yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. So pay attention or, or be aware. November yeah. 1st, season November 2. 1st. I can't wait to see what they talk about. Then just so you know, Haunted Mansion, the, the new movie is now on Disney Plus And I can't Ooh, wait to hear yes. your thoughts about it. Yes. Tina. I still I need to watch it. I'm yep. watching Freeform like nobody's business right now. Because oh, nice. they have some great 31 days of Halloween on there. So, yep. God, I love it. We are in the season and we will continue to plan our pal arounds. But for now, let's say goodbye. We'll see you guys soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.